0: Welcome back, everyone, to Drunk Bible Study Bonus Edition. This was the beginning of Deutero-Isaiah. Wow. We we did kind of get into, like, a different feel, a different vibe from Isaiah. It was more recap, but also talking about, like, how cool God is, as usual, and that he <laughs> is a big green giant or a big—just uh, a big boy in general, because The Rock certainly is. Um so we talked about this idea of going to church. Take me to church, you two. <laughs> well,
1: You're apparently
0: going to take me to church.
2: Yes.
1: We will take you to church. So, Emily, am I correct? You've only ever been to, like, hippy-dippy Unitarian church services No, before? I've also
0: been to a Catholic church service. Okay. Like okay. when I was really young, and that's where I got the whole, you know, somebody goes and puts a wafer in your mouth and it right. gives you some wine. Uh-huh. So did you? And when you were you very went, stoic about it.
2: When you went to the Catholic Church, did you? You didn't take communion though, did you? <laughs> no, okay. I sat there and I was like, ah, <laughs> okay.
0: this is weird. Well, because
2: in the Catholic Church they don't let you if you're not confirmed. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm you. Not. It's just
2: the honor system, but within the Catholic Church, you're not supposed to unless you've done confirmation.
0: I wasn't, and I didn't, so no probs. No, I wasn't gonna lie. Plus, I was quite young. I think I was like maybe eleven or twelve. Oh I don't gosh, know, maybe yeah, a little younger, young. but I was quite young. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is the thing about. I've only been to a handful of Catholic services. Um, they are efficient. They, it's like you're in there for like an hour, in and out, done, done and done. Yeah, yeah.
2: So this this is actually something I wanted to talk to you about, Dedeker, because. I feel like you had more of a a consistent church-going experience growing up. Yeah, you
1: hopped around quite a bit, didn't you? We
2: moved a ton as I was growing up, and Mm -hmm. with each move, my parents would find a new church, and often in a different denomination too. So I didn't didn't not only did I not have a consistent one church, but also different denominations growing up. I mean, they were all still Protestant of various flavors. But it's like sometimes we were Methodists, sometimes we were Presbyterians, sometimes we went to a Lutheran church, sometimes it was a congregational church, you know, all sorts of different things. So, so yeah, I was curious, Dedeker, how long were your church services growing up?
1: That was at least a three-hour ordeal.
2: What? Whoa. At least
1: from from arrival to we're done with church, at least three but hours. But how long
2: was the service part? Because you did a lot of socializing before and after. Do you want me to yes, do a full I breakdown? Do. I've written down what okay. I did
1: before this bonus episode. Okay. I sat down and just wrote out from memory everything I could remember about can the I, full... A typical day, a typical Sunday in like 10-year-old Dedecker's life.
0: Can I just ask you... Yeah, any given Sunday. Can I ask you how that experience was like how the uh, not the experience of going to church but the experience of writing about going to church as 33 year old oh. Dedeker
1: it was a little bit weird i yeah. mean because of course of course i carry all these snippets of memory around inside me yeah. at all times but it was a little bit weird to just kind of lay it all out and really be trying to think in detail of what a typical sunday would be because it went to church so many times mm-hmm. and it's it's odd it's an odd experience now to think about that Wow. It's odd to think about most of my life growing up. I could only sleep in one day of the week.
0: Saturday. Not two days.
1: Only one day. Tell me about it. I know. Yeah, just on Saturday. Me
0: too. Yeah. I mean, not like when I was younger, but now me too.
1: So I went to the Oroville Church of the Nazarene. Cool. Nazarene's, uh, yeah, evangelical, Protestant kind of denomination. Okay, so... Here's how it would go down, in my experience. If you're my family, show up an hour before the service even begins. Gosh,
2: okay, wow. Wow. (laughs) Off to a great start. This
1: is a very Dedeker family thing to do. Like, we always used to joke that the family motto was hurry up and wait... Because, yeah, it's hurry up so we can get there an hour ahead of time where we're just going to be waiting anyway. Is anyone else there? Is anyone else there? Yes. Other people are there. Yes. Okay. Because they open the church at least an hour before the service actually begins. So people can show up. Okay. And, And when I wrote this out, I was like... I don't know why we actually showed up an hour before. Seriously? Was it to get good parking? I think it was just to get good parking.
2: Oh my like, gosh. Wow. Was it a big church with a big parking lot?
1: It was a bigish church. I don't think it counted as a mega church. I think to count as a mm. mega church, you need to have a Starbucks inside your church. What? And then it'll count what? as a That's mega church. What? That's a thing?
0: Church. People have Starbucks?
1: That's a thing, Emily. That is it's a funny thing. funny because to me,
2: the, th- we only went to one mega church for a little while when I was growing up. And to me, the like thing that classified it as a megachurch was the fact that it had escalators inside.
1: Okay. We didn't have any escalators for sure. <laughs> that's also a lot.
0: That's like yeah. a lot to process.
1: But to okay, to wow. put it in perspective, the main sanctuary area, like the main seating area, uh-huh. that had a capacity of a thousand people.
2: Okay. That's wow. pretty, so, pretty good size. Wow. Yeah.
1: Pretty good size. I don't think we would necessarily get to a full thousand people, but Definitely a good chunk, right? It was a large yeah. church for sure. Um, so you show up an hour before to make sure you get good parking and you wait for your best friend to arrive. And your best friend usually shows up five minutes after the service starts. <laughs> so that's a little bit rough like, sometimes. A lot. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, you know, there's some stuff to entertain yourself with. There's other kids that you're friends with who are there. There's the candy man who's there, the, the who's candy just man. an elderly. Yeah, what, the candy what does man. What that mean? Um, He was just an elderly gentleman in the church who always handed out candy to small children. He had good candy, though. Not like old person candy, like good candy, like these truffles and stuff that he would hand out. So all of us children would flock to the candy man. Yeah, Yeah. I bet bet you did.
0: (laughs) um, Jeez.
1: You know, so you keep yourself occupied in that way, kind of running around, getting up to no good in the hour before church starts. Then church is about to actually start. And you come into the sanctuary, usually you sit at the same seats, it's kind of like a cafeteria, you know, everyone kind of gravitates the same Really,
2: you had regular seats? We had regular regular seats Interesting never did Now those
1: seats, those regular seats slightly shifted over the years, but generally, yeah, you had regular seats Okay Okay. You never Well, because you were never really a regular, were you? Because you were shifting around all the time.
2: I mean, we would live in a place for a couple of years. Okay. You know, it wasn't like we moved every week or anything like that. <laughs> I don't know. We were just going everywhere. Okay. Uh huh. M- maybe we did. I don't remember us having regular... I feel like we usually just kind of... Our family would sort of shuffle in and sit toward the back. Oh, you're okay. one of
1: those. Uh, oh, with the
2: one wow. exception. <laughs> with the one exception of... When we were in, gosh, I want to say this is when we were living in North Carolina. When my dad was in the band for one of the churches that we went to, what and did so he then play? we would sit further up. He played the bass.
0: Oh, so it's a family thing. It's that a you family, bass yeah.
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> playing it. bass and playing bass at churches specifically. It's yes. a family <laughs> thing. It. Apparently, the Jace Lindgren Got family it. tradition. <laughs> it's all, so, all speaking of,
1: as you're coming in for the beginning of church. Usually there's some kind of jam plan like the worship band has started.
2: Okay, cool. And yeah.
1: and they're starting to usually some kind of pump you up song, like a worship song that has claps in it.
2: Instrumental ones you know? or or with words.
1: With words, we're we're singing.
2: Oh wow. Singing. Oh, you're singing as you as you're walking in.
1: Well, what kind I of mean, songs as people are, are you settling, you know, people are getting in their seats, and the okay, worship leader is okay. starting. Yeah. I don't. I, I was trying to think of a specific song. I could only think of the claps, because so <laughs> much, so much worship music is just like the same, <laughs> right? It all blends together. So okay.
2: they do, yeah,
1: yeah, like some kind of just the claps, upbeat. So just the claps I'm so just an upbeat clapping song To get people pumped to like be in church And worshiping and stuff like that um,
2: Like are we talking like Shout to the Lord
1: Oh yeah Shout to the Lord for sure or
2: Awesome God maybe is another good one
1: Awesome God's a little bit more downbeat Oh really? A little bit downbeat
2: Oh I like we,
1: we You wouldn't start there You would not okay, start with okay, Awesome God okay, You'd work sure, your way sure, up sure. to Awesome God So I'm sorry, Emily. Thank you for listening to all this. I'm just like
0: I'm just like trying to compute like what. Okay, here's something else to
1: note. So different churches have different systems for this. Um, but our church had a big projection screen that came down, and they would project the lyrics. Yeah. Onto the screen. Totally. So that's how you knew the lyrics to the song that you're singing.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: There was like a projection room in the back where like teenage boys would be recruited to run the projection, and then they got to just like hang out there and like not pay attention and. Get up to yeah. no good. That sounds, sounds like great. An awesome gig. Yeah. I know yeah. <laughs> all of us kids were really jealous of whoever the teenage boys were that got to hang out in the projection room. Yeah. Uh, so you come in, you're getting pumped up. So we sing a, like a song or two. Everyone's like super jazzed to be at church. And then there's a period of like announcements. Yep. So you've been handed what kind of
0: announcements. You've
1: been handed a bulletin on the way in, almost like a program. Okay. You know, yeah. it's like this folded little leaflet, a couple pages, maybe. Oh, announcements of like. There's going to be a fundraiser this week. Or we're starting a new women's class, so make sure you show up to that. Or, hey, mm-hmm. come to the potluck at the end of the month. Or we're doing sign-ups for, you know, like little churchy announcements. A community event kind
2: of thing. Community things. events, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, okay. that's a, I found sure. that to be a pretty universal part of... Any church service, with the one exception being the denominations that very much follow the like...
1: That hate community.
2: <laughs> well, the <white>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's some denominations that are a little more structured in their services than others. I'm thinking like the Catholic Church and the Lutheran Church and like the Anglican Church tend to have kind of a stricter order of what they do in a service. I still feel like there's a little room for announcements, though. That's pretty normal to have like the community announcements, right? It's like our youth group is raising money for their mission trip and so, you know, be sure to sign up to volunteer to make cookies for their bake sale or, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: In the bulletin okay. like there would be often, you know, information about all those things, all the announcements, uh often some bad poetry sometimes.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Was, in the announcements?
1: Yeah, uh, no, in the bulletin. <laughs> was a woman there was a woman, oh, in, the was oh, a woman sure, in our sure. church who was just like terrible at poetry. So proud of her poetry and it was just so oh no. oh gosh that's sweet. Uh, I don't know if it's sweet. It was like bad poetry, <laughs> not even in the sense of like bad poetry that's trying to be artistic, but I mean bad poetry where it's like it's just bad all couplets like written by a second grader, yeah. you know that okay. like that kind of poetry so yeah. it was a thing. so okay yeah. uh, so we get through our announcements and then we do more singing. More singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually while standing. Usually it's like you got to stand yeah. to sing. We For do the sure. worship portion. Of and
2: now was yours all contemporary music or was it hymns or what?
1: It was a mix. They tried okay. to do a mix to keep everybody happy. It was a mix of contemporary worship music and some hymns. Sometimes, mm-hmm. there, would, sometimes there would be a choir. I think at our church, the choir went through some seasons, I guess, yeah. of when choir was active or not. Sometimes I sang in choir when I got a little bit older. Um Sometimes there'd be some solos. You go through a mix of like upbeat worship songs to like the downbeat, like the serious Mm. worship songs. The downbeat worship songs. You know, it's just like the slow dance at a prom. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know, you gotta mix
0: those things in. Really something something to think about there. Uh, Yeah. Okay.
1: And then at some point, once we're still in the worship a little bit, there's the children's church dismissal happened.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you two have talked to me about this before. It's like right. GTFO, you kids <laughs> who don't know anything.
1: Basically, yeah. Then yeah, it was like, is... okay, now it's time to dismiss all the little kids. Usually 12 and under, I would say. I was going to okay. Children's Church until I was about 12. So everyone leaves. All kids leave. Okay. Anyway, and go to Children's Church, which is usually run by like some dad. Uh, some fu- a fun dad. You know, a fun dad.
0: Yeah, a fun
2: huh. dad. Like a totally. fun dad who could play
1: guitar. Runs children's church. Oh, that's cool.
2: That's cool. Yeah. Ours was always run by, at some churches, it was like the older youth group. You know, this was when I was in high school when we also had sort of a separate church that we would go to at the bigger churches. Those were run by like cool dudes in their 20s generally oh that was pretty cool like exactly
0: like what what you wanted to become what i could have like like what i could
2: have been yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. totally but then when i was a kid it was pretty much always like it was always a daughter of someone in the church who ran the children's church interesting Or, or or maybe like they always tended to be a little on the younger side and it's hard for me to say cuz I was, you know, 8 or whatever at the time, but I would okay. I would guess looking back they were also probably like maybe in their upper teens, maybe 20s. Wow. Now.
1: That makes sense though because back in that time uh-huh. in the evangelical Christian church, technically women were allowed to become pastors, but really the only two acceptable positions were worship pastor or quote-unquote children's pastor. Of course. Were
0: Jeez. really
1: the only arenas that women went into as far as any church leadership. I'm sure that has maybe changed now in certain denominations, but I remember at the time, even I noticed that as a kid, that like, yeah, women can be pastors, but really we're only letting them deal with the music or the kids.
2: I think I was in college the first time I had a female pastor at a church. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Like, that's something that's changed. And then I've, you know, I'd been to a bunch of churches after that that had women pastors. But yeah, you're right. Growing up, it was pretty much always. Men and there'd usually be the woman who would do the announcements. Like you, yeah, said yeah, women at the usually do the
1: announcements. There's usually yeah. some nice lady who you organizes gotta the potlucks. Something. You got
2: to give them something. You got right. to give them something so that they feel included. Well, you got
1: to you got to give them the women's work, right? A potluck. Yeah. What man is going to mm. organize a potluck? Come on.
0: N- no, not a single
1: man. Not a single man is going to organize a potluck. A it has one. to be a woman. Okay.
0: Definitely. Okay. So yeah.
1: children's church dismissal happens, and so okay. up until the age of twelve, I would go skipping along.
0: Oh, but then after these twelve, huge
1: double doors. But then after twelve, that always was the
0: age when I was a really young person, I was like, I'm going to be really grown up at 12. <laughs> really?
1: <Yeah. laughs> yes. I love that. Yes. I know. I mean, uh, my niece just turned 12 and I'm getting those vibes also. Oh my like, gosh.
0: She's like, I am so grown up at 12. Like, I'm an adult now. Um, exactly. <laughs>
1: however, like past the age of 12, then you're kind of expected to hang out during the next portion, which is the sermon, the which actual
2: sucks. Like, that's which the worst. is like
1: three hundred hours long <laughs> to a twelve-year-old.
2: Yeah. Now, did you do readings before the sermon, or you just went straight to sermon?
1: What do you mean by readings?
2: Like scripture readings.
1: What do you mean by scripture readings?
2: <laughs> I mean reading the <laughs> Bible, like, reading scripture, like someone out reading loud. it to
1: you, or yes. us all reading it together.
2: Yes. Someone reading it to you.
1: That was usually baked into loud. the sermon. Oh, really? I think. Interesting. Now I'm doubting myself.
2: Because it does vary by denomination, but a lot of the denominations that I've gone to would generally do two or three readings that would all happen before the sermons. Then the sermon kind of referenced those and talked about those. Maybe? And again, that would be like guest readers that would read that, people from the… Congregation. Yeah, I
1: don't remember that.
2: Really, it was usually like two from the Old Testament and one from the New Testament. Oh, huh. really? You see, you didn't. Okay, no. yeah. That that makes sense was from what you told of me the, of your church. The
1: lectionary. Before. I don't yeah. think our church had a lectionary. Yeah. So
2: denominations that follow, like that, truly follow the lectionary, are really only the Catholics, the Catholics and yeah. Lutherans and Congregational Church, and maybe one other church. But a lot of churches still might use it. But generally, there were still always readings at least one okay. old testament one new testament that that kind of inspired what the sermon was about
1: interesting so okay with the sermon so remember that bulletin that you got handed right when you're heading in yeah. to church no but- Okay, the bulletin that oh, had yeah. the announcements and the bad poetry. I mean, yeah, and...
0: I, I recall you okay. talking about it, but I don't remember actually ever having it.
1: Yes, well, it gets it just you got to come along with me on this journey, Emily. Okay, if okay, you, I'm there. I'm there with you. You your cool. imagination.
0: It's a fun time. We're together.
1: We're 12. We're in church. We're so
0: okay. awesome.
1: <laughs> I brought you along. You, you're you like my little friend that I brought to church for yeah, that I'm Sunday. your little friend. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. So. Now, what I guess was cool question mark in the bulletin is that usually there would be some notes that kind of some bullet points that corresponded to the sermon, but often they, it was like fill in the blanks. It was supposed to be almost like a little study guide, okay, where you listen to the sermon and you would to like fill out the blanks. Really,
2: this is for everyone, or just for to the make kidders? sure that you were
1: paying it. T- this is for everybody. No, this is for everybody. Wow. Really, I think they stopped doing it in later years. And I don't, none of the adults really used it. Sometimes they did. But when you're a kid, like trying to pay attention, sometimes <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's
0: the worst. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, it was the worst, though. In our church, on the back of every seat, there was a little envelope for doing the the offering where you could put your money in. And we would usually tear those envelopes apart and use those to, like, <laughs> scribble on or doodle on. If if oh you gosh. had cool parents who weren't very authoritarian about you paying attention.
0: Okay. I'm, but if right. you had
1: my parents
0: <laughs> Oh god, yeah, I was gonna ask. I was like, what did what did Mama and do?
1: Oh, we had to sit there quietly and pay attention, and it was the worst. Yeah,
2: that sounds rough. Couldn't oh, draw,
1: couldn't read other books, like ugh. Ugh, it was the worst. Now in Jeez. the meantime, on the walls. I mean, To
2: be fair, we could not read other books or do other things, too. We were able to draw, because it's like, yeah, you're doodling while you're listening, which would end up turning into passing notes. Yeah, we couldn't pass notes. That's awesome, though. Let me tell you, though. We could bring a book or a Game Boy okay, or something. With, oh, my God. That would have been with so my, awesome. With my
1: two closest friends that I grew up with in church, our families very intentionally sat us on opposite sides of the sanctuary, but I mean. we still learned over the years how to like catch each other's eye from like 60 feet away and how to like yes we did exactly what Emily's doing we we created hand signals where <laughs> like, we no, would like judge terrible. the quality of the choir performance and things like that <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> that soprano was super flat yikes yes yeah, oh Got yeah it. lots okay. of that.
1: now in the meantime our church had a nursery in it also like a place where you go to drop off your babies like your baby babies like two baby okay. to go to children's church so probably under the age of five or so um okay. mm-hmm. And there are these big, big, like, what did you call them? Like LCD screens that would flash a number. Like, you, you basically, as far as I understand it, you would drop off your baby, they would give you a number, and then if your baby was having, like, a total meltdown and needed <laughs> right. mom... So,
0: like, please, God, you would, get your baby. They you would
1: flash that number of, like, 67, you gotta get to the nursery stat.
2: I've, I've been to some churches that did that <laughs> yeah. move, That's amazing.
1: Yeah. They can't <laughs> even handle the freaking
0: baby. Well, like, they're know. not gonna... Well, I don't know. Okay, because like, in you, my church nursery...
1: Your... Listen, in my <laughs> church nursery, it was, like, two teenagers and one... Okay, well, that makes like, sense. Lesbian, yeah,
0: exactly. Who was running the sense. whole show,
1: and so between a lesbian and two teenagers, like they can only handle so many babies. Okay, fine, that makes of, sense. Like,
0: so. but obviously, if you're going, if you're like leaving your baby at daycare, they're not gonna like flash your number on a giant like thing in the sky <laughs> saying like you're at work, but number <laughs> sixty nine needs to get the f over here and get your freaking baby. <laughs>
1: I don't know how it worked. I never was on the receiving end of that. So,
0: uh, truly amazing. Okay.
1: Oh, so you do the sermon. Maybe you do communion. Now, this is the thing that Jace and I have discussed, where Jace always went to churches where they did communion every single service. N- not always. Wait a minute,
0: wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought that that was just a Catholic thing. Apparently, I was dead wrong.
1: Oh, no, no, no. The Protestants love communion also. Cool, yeah. okay.
2: Well, wait, you thought that communion as a whole was Catholic or that yeah. doing it every week was Catholic? Em? Both. Doing it at all. Yeah, doing it at all. Oh, wow. Oh, no, man. No, nah, man. No, all of us do it.
0: Yeah, uh, love it. Okay, like <laughs> love it. Eat that. Eat that Christ. Eat
1: it. We would only do it on maybe a quarterly basis, though. We wouldn't do okay. communion every single
2: week. Different churches that I went to did it with different frequency. Some, some did it every week. Some, it was I don't know what the cadence was, but but okay. yeah, some it was not every week.
0: Okay, wow. and we didn't
1: have wafers. We had like little tiny squares.
2: Squares
1: of, of Jesus. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even call it like, bread. I'd call it like glue that's kind of Ew. in a bread form <laughs> in a cracker like, form okay
2: Ick. emily to try to paint a picture do you remember like uh-huh remember how if you took white bread especially as a kid ever and like smooshed it up into like a tiny tiny little pellet have you ever done that like you take a piece of bread take the crust off and you like squish it down really small not really so imagine you did oh. that but then you just like left it out for a couple of days yes. so it gets dry and then you ate it <laughs> and then you ate it <laughs> That sounds simply revolting. I'm sorry, but
0: like, I'm just going to say that. That's nothing good about that. In
1: my church, we would get like, so you'd pass around the quote unquote bread that was just those little pellets. <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> whatever yeah. it was.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um,
1: and then they'd pass around the quote unquote wine, which in our church wasn't wine, it was grape juice. And um, so you didn't even get to Yeah, you get... didn't even get to get a tiny buzz in church at all. Dang, um, too
2: bad. the tiniest buzz. They would tiniest hand out these li- little buzz. They would
1: pour grape juice into these little plastic like shot glasses, essentially.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That you would have your little your tiny little pellet of bread and your tiny little shot glass of grape juice. And then you knock that back. And then if you're me and my friends, then you like immediately take that shot glass and like stick them in your eyeballs. (laughs) Um, Because at that point, you're so freaking bored. Of course. You're you're like, give me me out of of your Yeah, yeah. And you get in trouble for doing that. Of course. Um, And then at some point, (laughs) offering has also been passed around. Um, Okay. In my church, it wasn't a plate that got passed. It was like, a velvet bag with two handles on each side. Mm-hmm. So you pass that around. Yeah. And sometimes mom puts a surprising amount of money in there. And sometimes she puts a small amount of money. Wow. As, as a kid, when you're trying to figure out how money works, you're just like, I, I don't know. I'm confused about get it. How, wow. uh, how this works. Yeah,
2: no, it was it was an interesting thing. I was just going to say with the whole communion thing, to me, that was something that was so weird to me. Growing up, going to different churches, was how different communion was. Because some of the churches we went to, it was the little pellets with the grape juice. I've only seen the wafers ever. Yeah. So I've actually never... Regularly attended a church that did wafers, wow. except for the brief stint in high school when I was hired to be a singer in the choir at a Lutheran church. And I've only seen mm-hmm. wafers at
1: like Catholic and Catholic adjacent. Yeah, that's churches. why
2: I saw it at the Catholic church. Yeah, I think they
1: must. Ha- they, like must they must. Catholic have like yeah. an exclusive account with the wafer. Yeah, makers. they're like
0: we're getting all the waifs.
2: <laughs> I think Good so. Luck. Yeah, yeah. But most of the churches I went to is either the little pellets or. I went to some churches where it was actually just like ripped up pieces of bread. Yeah, which like is they so sort of
1: luxurious a, to me. I know.
2: It was nice. When I went <laughs> it's to like those so bougie. Was like, wow. Oh, like big yeah. bread. I, I'm sorry, big I bread. think of
0: like ripped up pieces of white bread <laughs> and I'm like, that's horrifying. Okay, yeah, this would
2: be like a nice big, like, you know, round, <laughs> crusty loaf round. of bread that's been all ripped up into pieces, into okay. little, you know, maybe so nice. one inch squares or something. Oh, it was okay. nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then take your word for some it. Some would do Almost all the churches I went to did grape juice instead of wine. Uh-huh. Um, again, the wine tended to be more like Catholic and Lutheran. I do remember being wine. a child
1: going to a Catholic service and being horrified when everyone was drinking off the same cup.
2: Yes, it I, is a weird like, thing. Yeah. That-
1: really sticks out in my mind. And that's
0: I'm sorry, post COVID, that's never no way that's happen gonna again. happen
1: anymore. No. Yeah. But,
2: yeah. but yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: Um okay. So you get through the sermon.
2: <laughs> and then offering, right? Offering, then, all those things. Okay. There's usually
1: a final prayer. Mm-hmm. There's there's been some prayers Just sprinkled final throughout prayer okay. this whole time. Lots of prayers yeah. sprinkled throughout. Yeah. Praying you know? all over the
2: place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then sometimes a final sing, sometimes
2: Okay. Oh really? See, we it, always had like the good send-off song. You gotta pump people up. You know, that's when you would sing like sometimes the real we would pump songs. up, sometimes
1: I don't I don't remember. I don't know if we would always do a final sing, but hmm. okay. So this has now been like a two hour ordeal. Yeah. Now it's time for Sunday school. Hold
2: on, can I recap? So the, what? so you had one hour of sit around and wait beforehand. Yes, And then your actual service was like one hour, though.
1: I think closer to at least an hour and a half.
2: Okay, okay. That's why I found my churches I went to varied between an hour and an hour and a half for the actual service. Okay. Gracious. Yeah.
1: Then we have Sunday school. Ah. Sunday school lasts at least an hour.
0: Okay, so this is why it's a three-freaking-hour ordeal. Okay, Okay. So
1: then Sunday school is split by grade, you know, so you just go to... Whatever Sunday school classroom corresponds with your grade. And okay. this is usually my favorite part of church because up until I was in about sixth or seventh grade, Sunday school was awesome because it was just like let's sit around and do crafts and talk about the Bible. Always yeah, right. almost like this fine. show, you know? <laughs> that's <laughs> like, true. But with, more <laughs> do, but with more crafts and snacks and less beer. We don't do but,
0: crafts, but we might if we were interested in that Yeah, but when you're yeah. a child,
1: that's it's just as good. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like, so and it's hanging out with your friends at the same age.
0: Yeah. like,
1: Sunday school was pretty awesome. Toads, and if you're an adult, there's also Sunday school. You go to adult Sunday school. what? Yes. I thought that was just a
2: kid thing.
1: No, adults also go to Sunday school. Uh,
2: usually as an adult you end up calling it Bible study or something else where I went. And there's a Bible Got study
1: it. or like a certain like like the discipleship class or the like Bible yeah, whatever, you know. There's they usually did a, or the women's class. Like they would always have a bunch of different why, classes that you could go to. Why do they have to separate to?
0: the men and the women?
1: They don't have to. It's not like strict but you know, they're, or they're compulsory, uh-huh. but they often will offer specialized you know, the men's Bible study or the women's Bible study.
2: Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. even uh, some churches where they'll have specific Bible studies for newlyweds or for parents. Or, you know, sometimes there's all sorts of different topics you could kind of specialize in for your... Okay. Basically, it's like trying to find a group of your peers to study with. And so it depends how the church breaks up what those categories are. Yeah, I think are. that's
1: that's a good yeah. That's I will say I was excited when I was finally old enough, like enough of a teenager to start going to adult. Sunday school classes Mm, and adult Bible studies, I felt so adult and so cool and so mature. And Yeah,
0: you are. And everyone was so
1: into me being there because they were just like so impressed with the young people who can be mature and like come to adult Bible study. Like, (laughs) I love that. You're
0: so mature. Yeah. It was like, I
1: think mostly because it also meant that I didn't have to go to youth group anymore because when you're a teenager, then you're going to like the teenage youth group-ish group ish mm-hmm sunday school and that was not fun for me um, yeah
2: tends to be a little more sort of rowdy high energy and if that's not your style then Bible oh, mine study was mostly just fun.
1: clickish. it was mostly uh, click-ish, okay. and oh. I didn't like that yeah i could see that so now you get to the end of that and then church is over right now if you're lucky <laughs> you go to brunch
2: oh right okay. Okay. with your lucky, family or a church brunch. um
1: With your family and maybe some other families. Okay, got it. You know, like with your family and like a couple of your friends' families. If you're lucky, you go to like the Greasy Spoon Diner and like have brunch. Yeah. If you're really lucky, you get to go to your best friend's house and hang out at your best friend's house until we come back to church again that evening
2: for evening church. Yeah, you did both. What? What? Wow.
1: Yeah. Why would you do both? I don't know. Thinking about it now, I'm just like, why would you do both? I
0: don't, I don't know.
1: Um, Now, <laughs> to me, honestly, evening church no. evening church was a total mystery to me because, to be fair, it was not as well attended as daytime church. Like, the service would be held in the fellowship hall, which was a much, much smaller space okay. than the main sanctuary. So probably like a fraction of people are coming back for evening church. And all as kids, there was really nothing for us to do do during evening church. Sometimes yeah. our church and men, some churches have kind of like a knockoff of the boy Scouts. Um, We had a boy Scout knockoff called caravan. And so sometimes when that was in season, kids would go to caravan when the adults were at evening church, but like right. I was not in caravan. And so like my friends and I would just run around, the empty church building, which was so freaking fun. Yeah. While all the adults, (laughs) this huge building while all the adults were, were, you know, doing the serious adult stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's your Sunday. Every Sunday. Okay.
0: So it's the whole freaking Sunday. Yeah. For sure. But you get a nice
1: break in the in-between where you get to play at your best friend's house sometimes.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds fun. Now, okay. Now, if I
1: didn't get to go to my best friend's house and I went back home, sometimes my parents would go to evening church. Sometimes they wouldn't. But if they went, I would not go with them. Because, Again, there was nothing for me to do, so
2: yeah, right, wow, okay. So, I mean, you've we've done a great comprehensive coverage of what church is all about. i mean,
1: just my church, I,
2: it's yeah. going to be different
1: for all y'all out there who pretty, had very different church yeah, experiences. But that was pretty comprehensive, so that was mine, but I'm definitely curious to hear all y'all's experiences as well.
2: Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, my like I said, mine varied a lot, but generally, church service would last between an hour and an hour and a half. If I generally didn't like it when we would socialize afterward until I was old enough to appreciate coffee, and then after church was great because then you're there, you know, having coffee, cake, and coffee, and tea, and stuff like that. Coffee, cake, okay, coffee, cake, and coffee, and you know, it was delightful, okay. But no, the evening I've never, my family has never done both a morning and evening service there was a period when i was in high school when i went to church separate from my family where i went to an evening service because i played in the band for an evening service that was specifically like the youth service Mm
1: -hmm. and so we had Mm -hmm. our service
2: sunday evenings like their daytime service was more traditional hymns and choir music and then the evening service was all contemporary worship music and i played in the band for that and, you know, had a crush on one of the girls who was also in the band and Gross. you know, you know, the usual. Yeah. Um so that was fun. I think the thing I always really enjoyed was kinda like you said about getting to run around in the church, that church was kind of a place where I actually would sometimes get that kind of unsupervised time.
1: Yeah, that's that's the mm. wild thing. You're trusted
2: a little more as a so kid in a church. It's wow. like you're in the
1: church, it's safe, it's fine. Yeah. Everyone around yeah. has their, like, you're fine, yeah. we're
2: good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, wow. it's true.
1: That's how you would get to do, like, makeouts and stuff, <laughs> ironically. What? I mean, I
2: never did any of those in church. Yeah, but... I knew
1: but... it did I, but I had some friends who did in okay. church.
2: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Wow. I got some,
1: like, light like intimate side hugs from my oh. boyfriends who came to church. Oh, that yeah. was the closest I could get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> mm. This
0: was um, really interesting. <laughs> really interesting to hear about. And, and kind of similar to what I felt like I saw my friends doing mm-hmm. once upon a time. Yeah. But uh
1: what do you remember seeing your friends doing?
0: Well, I just remember my friend James being like really stoic in church and like stoically taking his communion and then walking <laughs> back, and then just kind of like sitting there and not really like bored clearly, but just like going through the motions. Right? But then you know it wasn't that long. I think it was like max an hour yeah, and a half or something. Are so short. It was like, bada-bing, bada-boom, we're out of there, you know, which was great because then we would go to brunch or something afterwards and it was lovely. And he didn't go back. CCD was a thing, though, Mm -hmm. and I didn't deal with that crap,
2: obviously. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing is that what really made the difference between churches I went to that had really long services and ones that didn't was purely the length of the sermon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sometimes that sermon's a good 30, 40 minutes, and you know, then everything else, and you end up with an hour and a half. Other times, it's like the sermon is super it's short, and up. like in the Catholic Church, basically non-existent. Uh, yeah. and, and that's why you get done so fast. It's like you hit all the requirements, yeah. and then you're done. But sometimes you'd have that pastor who really... But
1: just, then the, so you know, the catch was, though, if you went to a Catholic service and you're not raised Catholic, it's like someone threw you... I didn't into know it was being happening. Being a background dancer in a music video, and they're just like, "Do it!" <laughs> and you're like, oh,
0: "I didn't know it was happening." Oh,
1: over here. Oh, okay, Neil. Okay, all right, stand up. Oh, yeah. and also with you. We oh, did have oh, to gosh. get on the ground oh, okay, a it's lot. To, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. We did have to get on the ground a lot, and I just kind of was like, like as always. I mean, I think that Jace has seen me do this. I'm always like, ah, uh, ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? And then I like get you know, I stand up, and I'm like praise Jesus, <laughs> yeah,
2: uh-huh. or something. and like that's You really have it. to
1: be on your toes for sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> on your knees, on your yeah. toes. <laughs> something I did find, yeah, when I went to Catholic churches specifically, like if friends were Catholic and I went to church with them, it was, yeah, that like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to follow along with this. Whereas in the Protestant churches, even like in Lutheran churches, they tend to print out for you what you need to say in the bulletin.
1: Oh, that's oh, nice. that's friendly.
2: So you kind of see if there's a call and response, <laughs> it it's written there for you. Or, better yet, some churches, they project it up on that screen, like you were we, saying. We Dadicur. would do
1: some call yeah. and responses sometimes. Yeah, where that's projected up on the screen yeah. also. Mm.
2: So was su- the first time I went to a church where they didn't print that out for me or project it on a screen, I was like... I just expected
1: you to know. Because it's like
2: subtle wording differences <laughs> uh-huh. at different churches, and you're like... Ugh! Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough time, yeah. Seriously, wow.
1: well, let's go to church sometime. Uh, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It'll it's be not a fun gonna be
2: post pandemic project, yeah,
0: exactly. It'll be interesting and I'll try to follow along. That was fascinating. A deep dive into what Dedeker's church experience was like <laughs> and a little bit of what Jace's was like. And I hope that all of you out there who have been to church and dealt with all of that, I uh, remembered and, and kind of looked back on it maybe fondly with some nostalgia at the very least. Like, wow. And if you had a totally different experience,
2: post about it in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship group on Facebook, uh, because that would be interesting to see if someone had radically different experiences from what we did.
0: Probably. Yeah, probably it's out there. Alrighty, well, we will see you all next week for more Deutero Isaiah, and I am sincerely looking forward to it. See you then.